Welcome back, everyone, to Bumper to Bumper. It's Monday, and we got another podcast for you. <laughs> ah, that music was by Charlie Scoville. Talented little boy. Love my Charlie. Um, we got a fun one today. We are bringing on my beautiful girlfriend, Hillary Smith. That's right. Bringing on Hillary. Hillary, uh, I don't know if you know this about Hillary, but Hillary is a copywriter, creative in the ad agency world. Very talented. Uh, we'll get into that with her uh, very shortly. Um, Hillary and I have been uh, going steady for about a year and a half now. Time flies, I'll tell you. And we'll get into all of that. Hillary also uh, has the same name as Hillary Clinton, believe it or not. Ha ha ha, bad joke. Love you, Hillary. Can't wait to get you on in a little bit. I sent you to a coffee shop and I'm going to pick you up, get you into the podcast. Um, yeah. And uh, she's very fun and she's kind of instrumental in uh, this podcast coming to be. Um, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about all those things. Uh, as Chris would say on his radio show, that's neither here nor there. And uh, yes, I say uh a lot, I've realized. I've been going back, listening to these podcasts, a lot of uhs. i got to watch myself because it's bad. See, I just censored myself. I was going to say uh right there, and I'm not going to say it. But then I said it, so I'm in the thing. I'm going to call Chris Candy, our co-host, get him in here right now. Got to get him into the pod right now. Getting Chris locked and loaded, getting him into the pod world. Hello. Hi there, Chris. Hello, Rick. Whoa, almost T-boned. Okay. Hey, you Rick. You always almost T-boned. You almost always T-boned every time. I, I do. I remember it was funny because the one time we had Nas on, I was oh, hung yeah, over from the Second City holiday party. And yes. when it was funny because there's a moment in that pod where you can see how a hangover completely dehabilitates your motor skills. And I'm yeah. like, I was like, oh, I almost got, um, uh, and then you're like, what happened? And I was like, uh, yeah, I, uh, a, a car, you'll see it. You'll see it. A kerfuffle. I, you called I, it a kerfuffle. Yeah, I made up a dumb word. And then, um, and then the reality is, is that, um, hangovers are stupid. You should never have them. And, uh, and, uh, I couldn't verbalize <laughs> words. No. I was just like, I'm like, uh, uh, and what I needed to say um, is I almost got T-boned by a car because we both went at the same time at the stop sign. Can't say those sentences oh. when your brain is pure booze. Stupid, you gotta be careful. Stupid, stupid boy mush. Yeah. No booze today. We uh, nope. we all we all just got back from. Uh, we had a little lovely brunch with uh, Marie. Uh, Marie who was a Sardon. Guest on the podcast. Yeah, Marie. De Marie Sardon, and she did a. Uh, Sardon. She did a great little. Hey, it's Marie Sardon. Huh? Marie Sardon, how you doing? Hey, <laughs> she gave us some nice souffle. A nice. Let me tell you something. That souffle was amazing. Souffle is like an egg pudding. It was so delicious. Yeah, She's it was such really a great cook. good. Yeah. It was I, very lovely, very lovely, lovely Sunday. Uh, brunch. No, it's it, Monday, Chris. Oh, sorry. It's Monday, it's Monday for the Potters. <laughs> okay, for the Pod Boys. We're in the, we're in the Vortex. And, for the Pod Boys and Girls. I already uh, introed it. I was like, a beautiful Monday. Oh, and, okay, uh, yes. But it's not. We're, we're in the Vortex. You we know, are. Lost in the Vortex. Time is an illusion. Lost in the Vortex. That's what we should have called this podcast. Lost yeah, in, the in the Vortex. vortex. But instead, we get a funny little... Uh, bumper to Bumper sounds like it could be a show on NPR. 
You know, it's like, yeah. this week on Bumper yeah. to Bumper, Rick and Chris go discover new automobiles in Santa Fe, New Mexico. You know? Yeah, and Chris almost gets T-boned, and instead, he yeah. breaks his uh, vegetarianism and eats a T-bone steak yeah. and throws up. <laughs> Next week on Bumper to Bumper, yeah, it's very NPR-sounding uh, kind of stuff. Do you listen to yeah. NPR? Do you listen to it in the morning? Uh, no, because I don't have a real job or a real life, but uh, if I did, Isn't I would probably listen to it. I used to. I used to listen to NPR. And um, there was uh, Morning Becomes Eclectic. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. You know, one. It's a, I think that's more music-based one. And then there's that one guy who's on there, uh, Glass, something Glass? Ira Glass. Ira Glass. Uh, Ira Glass, he said a great quote about, um, it was called The Creativity Gap. Mm-hmm. And it always resonated with me. And it's, uh, there's a gap. There's a gap when you're you're first starting to do something. Like if you're a filmmaker or a musician or whatever a podcaster Mm -hmm. there is a gap because when you first start your taste is so high because obviously you got good taste if you want to make something but the thing you're making is pure shit and there is a uh there's a gap between it becoming better and better to where the thing you're making matches your taste is what he's trying to get to got it uh he's he's a lot better with words than i am so uh but yeah there was ira glass talks about that yeah did Ira? you know that um, Ira, Ira Glass's parents are actually What's Mrs. That? and Mrs. Pitcher? What's that? Uh, Ira Glass, his parents, uh, their names are Mrs. and uh, Mr. Pitcher. Glass Pit, get it? Because it's a pitcher. I didn't it's know that. No, I, I did not know that. I make. That's a joke. I'm saying a joke. Oh, I'm sorry. Glass. I can't tell when you're telling a joke anymore because either they're very good. Someone's waving at me right now. I'm going to wave at them too. Oh, they're waving at someone oh, else. Oh, weird. Um, it's a... It's a it's a glass pitcher. Whoops, sorry, buddy. Ira Glass um, kind of invented. I'm gonna go on a rant, but yeah, he kind of invented the podcast form with This American Life, and then that spawned oh, yeah. like a billion different copycat versions of it. You know, and I'm gonna just yeah. say something right now. This podcast isn't a isn't a podcast, a horror podcast. This isn't a crime podcast. Okay, it isn't like a theme. Everyone goes, well, what's the theme? And I just say it's talking, okay? If you like listening to people It's a couple of guys talking. If you like listening to Chris and Rick talk with some interesting guests, then uh, we've had a lot of very interesting guests on the pod, you know? It's been a... And today's a good one. This is a... Yes. So, well, Hillary. We have Hillary. What's Hillary's last name? Hillary. Hillary. Uh, It's it's a complicated last name. It's Smith. (laughs) 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 Yes. Okay. Um, How do yeah, I? Hillary Smith. Hillary Smith. Smotchy. It's uh, it's Hillary with one L too. She doesn't have that two L. She doesn't. Those two, those two devil horn L's that Hillary Clinton has. Oh my God. Rick. Oh, I just made it a political podcast. No, I the hate political it. podcast. So Hillary Smith. See how I just march on through one L. Uh, one L. That's how you do it in the big time. She's gonna um, get into it. Uh, works. Uh, she's in the ad agency world. Great. Big ad. She's a big ad person. We're uh, going to go all into advertisements. She loves the ads. We're getting advertisements. Oh, there she is. What Where are you, are you Chris? Um, I'm, 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 cl- I'm, I'm, I'm in the neighborhood. I'm like Come Franklin. Come yeah? Let's just, yeah, we're, we're, we're near each other because uh, she got you a coffee too. She did? Um, yeah, she got you coffee. You're going to give Chris his coffee first. He's in the neighborhood. Where am I right now? Yeah, he's oh, coming. wait, I Where are you? Come back I'm... to the coffee place. I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming. Up. Oh, yeah, I'm coming. Where are you coming? Um, I'm on a, I'm on a street. Uh, I'm uh, crossing over on Melbourne right now. Melbourne Ave. Hurry up. Get over here. Don't tell me to hurry up. Get over up. here right now. Don't tell me to. 
Oh, I'm near your. You gotta get over here. I'm near your old apartment. Okay, I got Hillary. She's ready to get on the pod. Yeah, we're we'll just to hold do tight, okay? Just you hold tight, everybody. Ew. What? That's gross. What? I just found two Q-tips in my center console. I don't remember using these. Wait, I'm at Prospect. Ew. Where They're am like I? used Q-tips. How do I get there? Sorry, Where sir. are you? Oh, I'm close. Man, this is the, the technical difficulties part. You're close by? I'm by your okay, old I'm apartment. Just, I'm, I'm by your old apartment. I'm parked in the middle of the street here. Oh, you're yeah. by my old apartment. You're kind of far. Yeah, I, well, not, you'll be close. I'll be close. Don't worry. Talk to Hillary. I'm just going to put on my... Well, I'm, I'm not letting her get in the car yet because... Um, oh, yeah. Okay. She's going right. to give you a call. You know what? She could probably come in here. Yeah. We can probably get her in. Yeah. Look, I'll get over there. I'm go You're you coming. Know. Hillary, why don't you... Where is she? Oh, she's over there. She's coming into the pod. This is my favorite part of the pod where the guest gets into the car. Mm -hmm. You know what's weird? What's We're that? on a podcast and the car... The cars that we're in kind of are like pods. They're like our pods. They are. Know? They are your pods. They're 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 the thing that you we're uh, traverse around whoa. the city in these little pods. What? What's happening now? And we have we have ear pods in as well. Oh my god. And oh my god. It's like this is a very pod centric. Please go around me. What street is Volkswagen. it? Sun oh yeah, it's this street, Sunset Drive. That's right. I'm literally just in the. I'm parked in the middle of the street. I'm, I'm being coming. Such an I'm LA coming. asshole right now. I know. That's what she said. Oh, there's a guy. Rick. There's a guy outside that looks what a like clever Dan Aykroyd. Joke. There's a guy that just walked out of this place. He looks like a cross between Dan Aykroyd and um, oh, there you are, John Stewart. That was weird. He was nice. like a Dan Aykroyd Stewart kind of character. Oh, good. I can see you in my rear view. You are. This being is an the asshole. first time. Our you're really. This is the first. What? You're like parked in the middle of the road. Get out of the way. I, oh, oh, yeah, I know. I bet. Uh -huh. Yeah, we can see Chris. On, this is the first time we've ever seen yeah, each I've other. Yeah, seen each other on the podcast. On the podcast, yeah. Oh, hello. Thank you so Tell much. Tell her to poke. There we go. Yeah, poke your head in a little bit. Give all that. Uh, you poke can, your head in a little bit. Yeah, just poke yeah. your. Oh, get in. Oh, look at this. We've got. We've never Hi. had both of our cars going. <laughs> we've never had both of our cars going at the same time. This is interesting. Yeah. It's mm. like we coordinated this. Okay, here we go. She's coming in. Okay. Oh, where's she going? She's putting her bag in the back. Okay, here we go. Coming on the podcast. And jazz with we got Hillary on the podcast. Hi, Hillary. Thank you so much for the coffee. You're welcome. Mm. So I have to apologize because I... Oh, wait, hold on. You can't hear him yet. Okay. We got to do this thing. So put this in your ear. It's been cleaned. Okay. I learned that from Chris because I don't clean it, but that's what he's You have no, to. No, don't worry. Yeah, Chris cleans. Put it in well the that left ear. Yeah, there you go. Strong. Okay, here we go. Yep, that's very strong. It's extra strong because... Why don't you, put your, you can put your coffee in here. So I tried um, asking Vita to... And we're big fans of Vita in this big car. Big fans of Vita. But I told them when I ordered, I would like three 12-ounce cold brews, please. But we want, you know, ice, but not... Too much ice because it's a little bit of ice. You know when they put too much ice in, and then there's barely any, any cold brew, and especially in a 12 ounce. But the thing is that I was picturing that they would fill up each cold brew halfway with ice. Uh huh. But they gave us Probably like put a little lower because it's blocking your face. Oh, okay. A little bit. There you go. <sighs> New at this, you know. Yeah. Uh, they gave us about three ice cubes per cold oh, brew, yeah. so it's not cold brew; it's more like lukewarm brew. Um, well, the joke is called a bro, cold bro. Yeah, yeah. 
so Chris, now I'm starting to um, see where all these bad jokes are coming from. <laughs> oh, wow. Nobody's oh, safe. Nobody's safe from my... But who's yeah. influencing who? Are they... But you have bad jokes, Rick, too. Is, I am I getting really bad. What is some my of the, bad jokes from Rick, Chris or is Rick bad getting think, his I bad jokes from me? It's like a virus, and Chris started the virus. He infected me. <laughs> I infected you. It's like herpes. It's like uh, bad joke herpes. <laughs> See, there's it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's get it. Let's get it. Chris. You take it away. What do you? Oh, take it away, Chris. You, well, Hillary, thank you so take much. Take away for, the podcast. Take it away. I'm taking it. It's now my podcast. Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Um, no, Usually, I, one of us doesn't know the other guest, but in I this know this case, is a rare one. We, friends, we know yeah. each other all very well. We all know each other. Yeah. We just yeah. were at Marie Sardon's souffle party. We were all party. at Marie mm-hmm. Sardon's uh, souffle party. Uh, no, um, yep. Hillary, um, thank you for being on the podcast. This is awesome to have you here. Um, thank you for having me. I've got so many questions for you um, uh-huh. about, well, you're in advertisement, um, but you yes. are also, uh, you know, a creative. You do a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, you did stand-up, I remember you told me once. I want to get into the whole story yeah. of you, um, and I, I kind of okay. want to talk about... Um, I want to talk about your creative process. That's what I want to know. I want to. I want to get into okay. this first question, which is, what was the 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 moment you kind of knew when you were younger that um, you wanted to go and do creative things? What was that that mm. early moment for you? Good question, Chris. It's a great one. Well, um, I think one of my earliest memories is of singing with my mom. Um, cool. We used to sing together when I was a kid a lot of my favorite movie as a kid one of my favorites was The Sound of Music Uh and I remember we had that soundtrack on CD and so I would listen to those songs and um, you know that song these are a few few of my favorite things I don't know if that's the actual title maybe favorite things is Uh, the title but anyway yeah 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 I can't sing it or it'll get yeah that's right yeah I, my voice isn't warmed up right now, so I won't. I won't. It's like try to these sing are a few you of my, my favorite. Exactly. Oh wait, no, no, no! We're gonna get demonetized. <laughs> don't talk. Can't sing anything. God, Rick is so annoying with that. <laughs> we don't have the copyright. I want to buy a house You're for that song. Podcast. That was what Rick said when we first started doing this podcast. He was like, "We can't do it because like we're trying to buy a house with this podcast." Yeah, I'm thinking big, yeah, Chris. I'm that. thinking big. Don't no, laugh. No, I don't. When you're I'm hanging I, out in my hot tub. Look at well, this woman's hair. I'm going to have a hot tub, Ooh, too, wow. if we both get a... Yeah, anyways. we both... I know, exactly. Okay, but so you're, you're going to gamble all your money away. Okay. I'm going to invest in <laughs> yeah. this new tech company. <laughs> Which one? Anyway, so I used to sing a lot as a kid, um, and I used to... What else did I do? I was in art classes really early as a kid, ended up singing in audition choirs, and also was a dancer um, in high school. Very cool. I was in an acapella group. Um, (laughs) yeah, I was very popular at school. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was a popular kid. Oh yeah. I was, no, I was being sarcastic. You're not a popular kid. I mean, I was like middle of the road kid. I kind of middle kid. I don't know. I've always felt like the black sheep, I think in anything I've done or like social settings and stuff like that in social settings. Sometimes I'm the black sheep. Okay. But then other times I'm, I'm totally not like, I don't know. I, I often feel like two people in one. You're a chameleon. I think that that's my uh, Gemini moon, you know. We're very dual-sided. Um, but, yeah, I just, I've always sort of been a creative and um, 
in high school decided that I wanted to go to school for journalism, very specific. I wanted to be a magazine journalist and I wanted to write for Vogue. So I went to Syracuse and they have a really great communications program there. Um, but halfway through, I ended up switching to advertising. But in school, thought that I wanted to be a fashion stylist and I was just, I've always just been changing my mind about what version of creativity I wanted to really focus upon. Okay. Um, but yeah, ended up taking my first job in advertising in New York City, and that's what brought me to New York after college. You worked for what company in New York? Gray New York. So if anyone is a fan of Mad Men, you'll remember the character of Duck, and yes. he worked for Gray. They wrote that agency into the show, interestingly. Um, but yeah, it's funny because sometimes I'm able to contextualize what I've done in advertising based upon that show, Mad Men, um, because I actually strangely started out as an account person, which isn't really the creative side of advertising. As the account person, you're the liaison. Well, there's creativity involved in it, but you're not creative by title, but you're pretty much the liaison between the agency and the client. And so remember Peter Campbell, in Mad Men, I was like a non-douchey version of Peter Campbell. So explain to so me because I'm I'm yeah. I'm also like explain also the, for the yeah, listeners like because um, explain the dynamic of an advertisement yes. firm like yeah because I don't know I've, I've and we don't know like the client and yeah. the production company so and so how break they down, you, like yeah. yeah like break yeah. down the the, the, the system yeah. for us if you don't mind okay. how does how does a commercial okay get made i'll give you a little crash course on advertising yeah, no, we yeah, yeah, yeah we need get it. it crash course crash course oh because uh -huh. we're driving bumper to bump anyway oh let's okay. not do that knock on <laughs> thick wood okay cool so here's how are it you goes. crashing right now what's going on no 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 <laughs> are people uh, but we should turn on that song crashing no or no, crash no because into it's, me? we're get demonetized crash anyway okay anyway no chris uh, shut up <laughs> dave chris Matthews? shut up Stop it. You're not going to get me my house. Okay, continue. So and your house, too. <laughs> but you can't gamble your money away. Uh, Hillary. Clip. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, so here's how it goes. Here's yeah, break it, it down goes. for me. For Rick's anyone who wants to know about this. advertising. So you have a number of departments in an ad agency. You have the creative department, which okay. I am in. Um, and what do they within do? the creative department, you have typically you have art directors and copywriters. And okay. typically we work in pairs, so it'll be a copywriter paired with an art director. Why do they um, call it a copywriter? So, okay, and I have a lot of thoughts and feelings on that title copywriter because, so actually I worked for this ad agency when I first came to LA called 72 and Sunny. And what was cool about that place was that they didn't call copywriters copywriters, they called us writers because Really, we do so much more than just writing copy. Yeah. Um, and they called art directors designers because all art directors at that agency, they were expected to be able to design their work as well. So it wasn't merely just coming up with an idea for a visual. It's You had to make it yourself from the ground up. And so I don't call okay. myself a copywriter. I call myself Fuck. a writer because... I'm, I'm in a, some bad Yeah, we're situation. in an intersection. I'm in an right inter intersection. In the, I'm that guy in the middle of the intersection in the red light. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. We're, the, we're those assholes so right now. Um, oh, oh. So, 
I call myself a writer creative because a lot of what I do doesn't just encompass writing dialogue or writing copy. Right. Um, there are a whole bunch of other things involved. So you have your creative department, then you have Go, your you. strategic planning department, and those okay. are the people who are um, no, dude. diving into the consumer insights and the research to write the creative briefs. And then you have the account people, and they're really, like I said before, the liaison between the agency okay, and the Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to slow down a little bit. Hold on. No, no, no. I'm gonna yeah, we've got to slow down. Oh, okay, okay. No, 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 no. You're, you're talking fine. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to explain it then. Um, to, so I understand Fuck. it just oh, to myself. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah. there is in the, the that one level, the creative level, there is the creative and the copywriter, and the co mm -hmm. they well, the uh, creative is the umbrella, and then underneath that umbrella is the copywriter, the art director. Okay, okay, so it's maybe copyright. I think that maybe a better way for me to describe it or explain yeah. it is if I take you through the process of how a campaign gets Perfect. made. Perfect, let's do that, okay. Would let's that do be that. better? Yeah. Talk yes. to us as if we were five-year-old, okay. um, kind of mentally yeah. disturbed children. So typically how it goes is that there is a brand that needs some help advertising themselves. Okay. Um, so either the agency is pitching for the business or a Got client that. will identify an agency that they would like to work with. Yes. Okay. And so agency and client meet and they're like, hey, let's make some stuff. But the client will start out by telling the agency, here are my business objectives. Here, here are the things that we want to accomplish as a business or push a brand. We want to thing and we want to... Yeah. Maybe they want to sell a certain product, hit some um, certain financial goals, or they just need help in even branding themselves, coming up with a tagline, coming Got up it. with a way of differentiating themselves as a brand. Um, so from there, the agency, um, the strategic planners, will write what is called a creative brief. So they will take insights about the category. So if we're doing, um, let me think. Yeah, like what's a, what are we gonna sell, what are we selling? Brand, let's say that we're advertising um, a Tennis fashion brand. So okay. they'll, uh, oh, tennis rackets. Yeah, we. Let's do okay, yeah, we can do. Wilson tennis okay, rackets. Okay, cool. Wilson tennis rackets. So the tennis strategic rackets? planner will look at the category. Who are the who are the main competitors for Wilson, and then will um, or the strategic planner rather will dive into who's the target market. Um, what are, what's what are their mindsets? What are the psychographics? Is that the word? I don't know. I don't know. It's a psychographic. Yeah, psychographic. So the mindset. Um, so they really get into what the psychology. What are they into? The psychology of the target market. And they'll write the creative brief. And typically on the creative brief, there, there's what you call a USP, which is the unique selling point. And we don't really talk about that as much. I, I haven't heard the the acronym USP in a really long time. So like the USP of like Wilson would be like they have they hit like the tennis ball really well or they have like cool colors or we have this uh athlete they make the most, sponsored. Yeah. Yeah, they make the most premium rackets for uh winning your game every time. I right. something okay. like that. It's typically um, based on a product insight, sometimes integrating a consumer insight. Um, and so then once the clients are 
in agreement that the creative brief is written in the right way and the agency, everyone has to hold hands on the creative brief. And from there, the creatives, so the art directors and the copywriters, will go off and start concepting got it. Okay, ideas got it. for a campaign. Um, so complicated. Yeah, there are a lot of steps. A lot if, of cooks. if any of this isn't interesting, just let me know. Um, no, 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 no. I'm totally interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. It's yeah. good to know. Yeah, no. So, um, so technically, I'm a copywriter, but I call myself a writer, creative. And okay. so I have a creative partner that I've been working with for almost five years now, Whoa. Laura Beck. Sh- shout out to Laura Beck. Hey, wait. Um, what, hap- what happened, Chris? Someone just, I almost You're- hit somebody. It was a kerfuffle. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I don't want to derail Hillary. She's got a good flow going. Okay, go. Um, so, yeah, Laura and I have been together for five years. I mean, when you are in a creative partnership like that, you guys know, um, it's like a marriage. So yeah. we've been through a lot together. Oh, we've, no. And it's really fun. I, I love working oh, with her. shit. We're in, in another an, intersection. I'm, in a, I'm so engrossed. I'm in another. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry, my friend. <sighs> go, you stupid ass. Um, yeah, you've been with Laura for how long now? Yeah, almost five years. Five years. Oh, cool. Um, is that okay, typical? So is, yeah, do you yeah. normally stick with the same person for that long? It really depends. Yeah, you I guys mean, have moved from agency to agency, right? It's fun because at the beginning of our partnership, there were a lot of people who said to us, you guys work really well together. You should keep that up. You should keep that going. So we've moved um, to a couple or a few different agencies together. Um, as a unit and that's really cool because that creative chemistry is not that easy to find right you know that right. level of just being on the same page and kind of having the same brain about things but complementing each other in really nice ways I mean the beautiful thing about our partnership is that we balance each other out and so I'm definitely as you can probably tell very talkative the more talkative of the two but we just see things in the same way and just, yeah. Yeah, the same now, taste. Yeah, same now, taste, yeah. Now, you get the commercial so, on its feet, yeah. and you come up with a spot, or you come up with a yeah. print commercial. Yeah, so I'm, it depends on what the what the client is and what the brand is. Um, sure. But, you know, typically there's a media agency involved. Sometimes also, you know, it's us recommending media based on what we think is best for sure. the campaign idea that we've come up with. But we'll come up with a campaign idea and sometimes that starts as a concept and then I'll write a tagline or sometimes the the tagline will be the first thing that kind of ends up influencing the concept. And so... So like Got Milk, was that first? Was that tagline the thing? So... Uh, Gooby Silverstein and Partners, that agency came up with the Got Milk campaign. And I don't really know how the the birth of that campaign came to be. But love they, that campaign. I hate yeah, milk, no, but it, love that campaign. Yeah, it's so, it's so great. I mean, and that tagline is just timeless and super catchy and memorable and all those things. But we'll come up with a concept and then... And then we'll decide, you know, do we want to be doing commercial films? Do we want print? Always digital is always involved now, um, just given the day and age that we are in. What's commercial um, film? But is that like a short film that's like a branded short film? Um, yeah, I mean, it can be anything from a 15-second spot to 30-second spot to a 60-second to... Oh, I, mean, I see, a commercial. With, Got it. I understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. We call them films because we want to feel like we're making Well, films. I mean, it's interesting because if you look at commercials... <laughs> 
from, you know, 20 years ago even, they were, you know, not 20, maybe 30, 40 years ago, a lot of jingles, a lot of hokey shit. And now, I mean, commercials are, are like mini films. Yeah, yeah. We have a, yeah, um, little I have sketches a friend. almost, yeah. 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 Ian Pons Jewel, a friend of mine, the director, like his, he made a commercial for a diamond company and it was, it was yeah. like an epic little mini film. I mean, the it's yeah. crazy now. Well, what's cool about it is that because of digital, I mean, you can make any length of you, you can you can make something as long oh, as you want. It doesn't want. have to be 60 seconds. It doesn't have to be 60 seconds. I mean, it just really you can make something and put it on your YouTube and try to get PR behind it, not necessarily even put media behind it, and it can get picked up. And if it's entertaining enough, then it can go viral without media. So that's why digital is so neat. Now, right what did now. you grow up? What did you grow up watching, um, or um, like you know? I know where you like were initially going creatively, but what was like? I guess inspiring you like comedically mm. or what you know or what ad you know directors did you like or whatever there's someone yeah. riding in front of me who's got leggings and a it's a guy with <laughs> dreadlock this is he's okay. biking yeah biking anyway sorry biking. Is sorry he wearing sorry spandex? no one can see that but I what I just saw <laughs> I just you see things on these streets they're compelling why we need uh, two GoPros each and then we can show I don't want to do that show what we're I know it's too much. It's too much because then I don't like you know kind of like putting people on spot. I don't like you know you know some accounts they like yeah. kind of snap people and they're like look how weird this person is. It's yeah, like, it's that's mean. Yeah, it's I mean, mean it's we're not cool. weird ourselves. Yeah, it's not we're cool. weird enough. Stop it. Um, Stop doing that, Chris. Okay, I will. So um, no, but uh, Hillary, <laughs> what what was like stuff that you really like loved watching or or, or reading mm. or whatnot when you were when you were in college or in high school? What was it? Yeah. Well, my. Idol is Nora Ephron, wow, who, okay. if you guys remember, um, can't wrote. Hardly wait. She can't hardly wait. No, <laughs> she wrote "You've Got Mail" um, with Meg oh, Ryan and oh, Tom yeah. Hanks. When Harry Met Sally. Yes. She also. Um, I'm trying to remember if she directed "You've Got Mail" as well. She she ended up directing as well, but started out as a writer uh -huh. um, for Newsweek. Actually, her parents were in the film industry she grew up in I think Hollywood uh, but she always loved New York and so she always had this plan that I think that she maybe lived in New York as a kid and then they moved to California but her plan was always I'm going back to New York because I love it don't quote me on any of these things this is just what I remember from sure. reading her books but, um, but she, I... her parents wrote films and so she grew up and always I think was a writer but she ended up her first job was at Newsweek in New York and so she was a journalist and ended up having a really fun women's column in um, Esquire magazine and she was very much a part of the women's movement back in the 70s and she she just she passed away in 2012 but she was oh, always someone okay. that I really yeah looked up to and she ended up writing movies and and directing and um, I've read almost everything she's written. Um, she, she wrote some really awesome mem memoirs. There's this one called I Feel Bad About My Neck that's super entertaining. And so I've just always been really inspired by her and, and the colloquial way in which she writes. I mean, you can even go back and she wrote a bunch of pieces for The New Yorker and, and so many essays. She kind of 
in my mind, started that trend of essay writing. Mm, and, okay. you know, now other women have done it. Like Lena Dunham wrote that book of essays. Um, sure. I'm not, I'm not that kind of girl or I'm not your kind of girl. I'm not that that the one where she like forgetting the exact to title. touching her sister. Yes, yes. Yes. She talked about that on. Yeah. In that a lot book. Of flack. Yeah, she did. But, you yeah. know, hey, being a kid is weird. Yeah. Is anyway. Weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she was a major influence for me. Um, Nora Ephron. She's N- Nora, Nora Ephron. Ephron. Yeah. Um, everyone should see When Harry Met Sally. If you haven't seen that film, you have to go back and watch. Yes. And it's just amazing. Um, and Cats. you got to watch Cats. Too. Okay. Totally. And Cats. <laughs> well, You've Got Mail um, You've Got Mail is, um, is, uh, is a good one. I remember seeing that. Um, yeah. And then um, a friend of mine, she mentioned to me the, the intro of, um, uh, of You've Got Mail, which is really funny to rewatch. Um, it's oh, it's so good. Because it's but like so 90s. It's oh, my so God. 90s. He has this part. Tom Hanks says this thing. He's like, if he, New York, don't you just love New York in the fall? If I had your name and address, I would send you a bouquet of newly sharpened pencils. And that's the type of writing where Nora was just so, oh, it's just so original. I don't know. Who thinks of that? It's I just love her. I just love her so much. So I'll go back and I'll still read her stuff. Um there's actually a great compilation of her work that was published after her death. And it has some of her screenplays, but also some of her best essay writing. Um, she wrote this one essay about um, boobs or like boob size that was really popular. And then because she she loved to talk, well, I don't know if she loved to talk about it, but her th- whole thing was I'm a small chested woman. And she, anyway, that's a really funny one. And there's another really great one about maintenance it's like on maintenance or something and like maintaining your body yeah it's about how much time women spend maintaining their beauty you know how much time we spend at the beauty parlor at getting our hair done getting our nails done doing all the things um yeah plucking hairs it's it's really great she she was so awesome oh that's cool she was a major influence yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i've seen a couple of the films um i don't think i've seen all of when harry met sally yet but i i yeah me either (laughs) I know. Maybe do we should all watch party. it. Oh yeah, we should do that. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, I, I so had... So there was that. that I, do you ever find yeah. that? I'm I'm usually that way. Like, do you ever think about, like, the, um, you know, when you think of, like, cult movies or movies, like, everyone talks about, I find, like, I haven't seen a lot cats. of them. Well, you should keep bringing yeah. cats up. It is you just... got to watch like, it. I have got to see that. But I'm talking, like, what are, um, like, okay, for example, I don't know if I've watched... Um, like all of Godfather One or Godfather Two, all the way through. So I what? haven't either. I haven't what? either. Yeah. See? But here's the thing. Ugh. Here's the thing. I one of my um, one director that I work that I've worked with in advertising. He's he's a friend. He's so talented. Michael Lawrence. Look him up. He's rep by Super Prime. But he said to me once. He's like, I'm oh one of God. the Jesus least watched directors who I know. But there are 20 films that I absolutely love and I've watched each of them like a hundred times. And I think, and there are other really great creatives who I've met who they haven't, they haven't seen 1 million movies, but yeah, I think it could fuck you up. Yeah. For the, and they're just so true to their voice in that way. They, yeah, I I think it's really important to be 
um, don't feel like you have to see all the things no. and consume all the things. I think sometimes it can be inspiring, but sometimes it can also sort of dilute your voice. But so, Godfather one and two are amazing. Okay, yes, classic, I know. I'm just I'm asking that question yeah. though because I know that that's like a thing that you've got to see. I just yeah. haven't seen it. I'm I'm just being honest with everybody that there's That's a okay. lot of stuff yeah. I haven't seen. Um, yeah. But I was wondering if Do you, you have those. Like like I know people who are like, oh, I've never seen Star Wars or I've never watched The Simpsons. Yeah. You know, and it's like yeah. you know these are like supposed cultural, social, you know, must sees. Yeah. And like I have like when I look back, a lot of them I haven't seen and I have seen. And uh, mm. I'm trying to get better at being honest when I haven't seen something, even yes. if it's going to make me look like an idiot. So it's like, yeah, I think that that's so important Yeah, sometimes for being uh, your true authentic self. And it's part of your shadow. So I'm like very into manifestation, but there's one woman who I follow and I talk about her a lot, but she who? talks about Lacey Phillips. I have to give Lacey a shout out, a plug, no. but she talks about your shadow. And so, um, Anytime you're embarrassed about something, a technique is that throw that little tidbit into a conversation with someone who you would be so embarrassed if they knew this thing about you and you just throw it Wait, into a that conversation and that's your way end. of... And this is so funny when this happens, when what? you get something really prolific. Are you breaking up? Are you there? What Chris? they're saying to me. We're losing you? Can you say that again? I, it happened yeah, where she was getting there. to this really... I'm there. It, it was happening again where someone gets this... No, I'm here. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You when you get to something really prolific, my phone always cuts out. Okay, so what were you saying? Because this is important information oh. for me. Oh, okay. So Lacey Phillips, uh, what, what? manifestation advisor, Lacey Phillips, talks yes. about our shadow. So the shadow aspects are of you are the things that you have shame around, um, the things that... Like your lack of watching Godfather 1 and 2, not, Chris you're embarrassed by the things that you haven't fully owned and the key yeah, is to integrate those aspects of self so that you are truly and fully in your worth um, and so a technique to being in your worth and owning those shadow aspects of self are to take those parts of you and to throw them into conversation with people who you would be embarrassed um, You'd be embarrassed for these people to know these things about you. Just throw it into a conversation, and that's how you can better own these shadow aspects of self yeah. and better be in your worth. And then, um, yeah. Throw them into conversation. And that's it, magnetic. Yeah. That's how you become magnetic. That's what Hitler would do. <laughs> Rick. I'm sure. Why do you have to? I'm sure. Why do you have to do this? You know, it's something Look, really I, I thought quaint. comes in my mind. We were pops. having a really nice, uncontroversial <laughs> conversation. Yeah, and then well, you I'm have to bring up this asshole. Hold on one second, please, Chris. Why? Hold on one second, please. Oh, now you're I have telling to talk to. Hi. Can I just get the most basic watch? Wash. Yeah. That just go. You go through the thing, right? Yeah. Sweet. You're getting a car wash. I was thinking about doing that this episode too. This guy oh, really? has a cool vest. But on I don't from know if I'm going to lose uh, uh, service. That's why I didn't do it. So we'll see what well, happens. Well, we're about to experiment here. I didn't mean to taint your conversation about Shadow. I thought it would oh, be funny. Oh, so anyway, no, I think that that's okay, a great thanks, all to say that thanks. I think it's great you. that you are starting to tell people and just be more honest about the fact that there are these movies that you haven't seen. Well, I've been doing it for years. Yeah, you just got to own it. And so, but here's a cool tip for anyone who hasn't seen these cult classics but wants to. You can. Download you, them. 
you can download them or <laughs> or here's here's a more fun thing uh there's the secret movie club i think that that's what they're called and they play a lot oh, of movies. oh in los angeles yeah yeah in los angeles if you live in la they play a lot of movies at the vista but they also play movies at um, some historic theaters in Los Angeles, and they're doing a screening of The Godfather. They are? Yes, The Godfather One. I think I want to go if you guys are up for it. Unless I'm it done. already, they may have actually played this weekend. Oh my god, we're about we to go into the car but wash. It's at Chris. the Palace Theater, which is one of the oldest theaters in Los Angeles, and it's historic and gorgeous inside. And just, just like one this of those car wash, that you want to see. So here's a fun fact: as a child, I was afraid of car washes, and I used really? to cry. Really? Should I cry as we no, go through don't, this? Don't Why cry. are you? We're gonna enjoy no? this. Do you think you could? Do you think you could actually muster up some tears for me? Because that this is the first funny. time. This oh, is the first time. Oh, let me try. Don't what cry. What can I think about? I think that if we play a don't certain actually song, cry. some James cry Taylor songs make me all, cry. We're talking about authentic. Fire and rain. We the can't James play Taylor any songs. Song? We can't play any songs here. Hold on a second. Uh, this is very complicated. I okay, might lose you on the podcast. Doesn't podcast? No, you won't. You won't. You won't. We won't say anything important while we're in here. Yeah. No, you. You're not gonna lose us here. I'm not. This guy, there's a guy. There's wow, a guy with a. Wow, this is uh, very colorful. There's a guy with. There a, are like LED lights. Yeah, what yeah. car wash are you at? Are in you at the one on La Brea wash. and? Uh, it's like. Yeah, like La Brea and Santa Monica Boulevard. Car wash meets club meets. I that and uh, why am I saying podcast? That the cold brew you gave me is making me go insane. I know we're all. One, we're I all think I'm one a of the crazy. Too. Okay, one of the craziest things about this podcast for me <laughs> is uh, when I watch okay, myself. See, you can't. This is fun. Okay, I can't even get. Uh, we're about. We're literally about to go into the mouth of the car wash here. Okay, it is an exciting. We're getting pulled in. We're getting sucked into the vortex. There's a man, and we're he's also doing something. On caffeine right now. Oh my God, we are I'm also jacked, jacked as well. on caffeine. Here we go. We're going into the Chris. We're literally. We're going. I'm telling like I'm you. I'm almost. I'm borderline okay, jittery. Okay, here we go. I'm Can almost you, jittery. We're going into the initial stages of the car wash. This is incredible. The jizz. We're in the jizz portion. We're getting. We're in the jizz. Yeah. We're in the jizz portion right now. We're getting right covered Chris, in. Chris, can you hear us? Car wash. Yeah, I can jizz. hear you just fine. You're in the jizz part. This is. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and now this is what feels Whoa. like. Wait, let's just let's enjoy it for a second. Okay. Like a big squid. Let's just let's enjoy the sound. Yeah, I like the squid. His That's tentacles. fun. I like that. This his is tentacles. fun. This is a. Uh, I gotta now, do this more often. Um, to get this a car. is like. The, the automatic. If a girl had a, a blue and red skirt on and spun around really fast. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Wait, that's listen. That's sort of the effect. Just enjoy the sounds. I feel like my car's getting fucked up right now. Probably. Yeah, this is, is why I only do hand car wash. Oh, hand, my God. Hand car. I don't even know. So I had a good, I had a good point I was trying to make on this podcast, but guess what? I'm not going to make it because the car no, wash no. took precedence. What? What's the point? Well, this I is can't crazy. remember. It's gone. My, I have too much About caffeine movies, in my system. About the movies, the classics. And, and it's here today and gone tomorrow. Yeah, we're all jacked up right now on caffeine and oh. car wash. I feel weird. Why? Are you getting claustrophobic? No, I feel weird because this is bringing back traumatic childhood memories. What was the last? Whoa. Of, no, I'm kidding. I feel weird because I've had too much caffeine. I we I mean we like we had I had two to three little teacups of coffee. At yeah. At brunch. I'm we're kind of riding we're it. Almost out. I'm kind of riding we're it. Almost, we're we, almost out of here, baby. I remember I was listening to this one um, jujitsu guy talk about um, like losing consciousness and like getting delusional and woozy and speedy mm. feeling from like yeah. uh, lack of fluids and all of that stuff. And for myself, I kind of like he's like I kind of like it. 
So now I'm starting to like when I feel this way, or if I go on a run mm. and I feel like I'm gonna pass out, I, from like you know I oh, kind of yeah. try and enjoy the high or the wooziness and go like, all right, yeah. you're good, you're gonna survive yeah. it. And so that's what I'm doing yeah. right now with the caffeine. I'm looking at it as a I positive. I feel like I'm on speed. And going through the car wash. I've definitely. never done speed before, but if I, I but this is what I imagine it must what feel is like. Speed is speed a pill? It's like a car wash for your brain. Uh, have you done speed? <laughs> I've never done okay, speed. Okay, so I have a question. I've done Adderall. If you talk about doing illegal substances on a podcast and a policeman were to watch this, no. could they come and find you and arrest you? No, they have, too much, they have too many fish to fry. There's uh, too many people okay. in the world. Chris, we um, we just got out of the uh, the podcast. I mean, the uh, See, you're, car you're, wash. You're messed up, too. You're we got out of the car wash, and these guys are going to come and dry us off. Did and, you see uh, that guy's socks? I'm pretty sure he had, like, Mickey Mouse socks on. So let's, um, And he has a shirt with a lightning bolt on it. Oh, and a Mickey Mouse matching sweatshirt. Wait a they, well, hold on a second here. Just let's hold on one second. Whew. They stopped the car, and I'm wondering what's going on. Anyway, this is where let's get back on the podcast. This is where people podcast. turn out. They, they tune out at this point. <laughs> Who's tuning out? <laughs> We've talked about... your. We're fine. Everyone's fine. We're just speeding on coffee, and I'm getting in my head. Um, yeah. What was um, it? Hey, you know what? You know what? One thing we did not talk about was when you and I decided like to, to hold on. When Chris and I decided to make a podcast, uh-huh. we had to come up with a title. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hillary came I up went with to the Hillary. title. Yes, yes, Hillary came up with. I named it. Yeah, you named it. You're very good at that. Now, Thank did you. you did it's... you admit or did you say at the beginning of the podcast that you two are an item? Oh yeah. Did, oh, I wasn't I sure if you guys covered that. Can I drive in the intro? What is this noise? trying to get out of here oh there i go and we're done uh yeah i did say that uh this is my girlfriend this is my girlfriend hillary <laughs> this okay. is my boyfriend I, rick I, I didn't know if this was like a ambiguous thing or i, I you know i don't know oh yeah you know, i, I want to no, respect yeah. people's uh no you know creative no. uh no. you know yeah. what i'm you guys are uh it's, it's should stated. we tell our story i feel like people love this i mean you tell well, the story. Well, maybe, maybe oh, I'm I love part this of this. Story. I'm a part of this story. That's why I love Nora story. Efron. Chris is part of this story because it's the second day. Chris is definitely it, because okay. Should I tell the story? Yeah, yes. tell it. Okay. I want to hear the this. guest. So you're the guest on the pod. One night, I was one stormy in night. my apartment in Playa del Rey, mm-hmm. and it was August 2018, mm-hmm. and I was swiping on Bumble. You know what Bumble was, is, Chris? I, I know was experiencing what, is, yeah. what I like to call a bumble relapse. I did that classic thing of being on the apps, getting off the apps, being on, chatting with some people, saying fuck this, deleting them, downloading it That's again. what we all do. Yeah. Yeah. Close. So it yeah. was in the midst of a bumble relapse. And I kind of felt like at this point in time, I was ready to go look for my person. So I, I was swiping and I saw this guy who looked very interesting and he had this really funny profile that said looking for a babe who's babe enough to get me off this dumpster Dumpster fire fire app or something yes and i thought oh this guy's really funny and he had a good look you know the beard the mustache bearded long hair thing and i've always i've always liked the long hair and i think i attribute that to my love of the movie 
Beauty and the Beast. I just remember the ending, you know, when... <laughs> oh, yeah. spoil, spoiler Rick alert! Very, Rick is a beast. That's true. <laughs> spoiler alert! The beast turns into a prince with the oh, yeah. long, gorgeous I'm hair. Yeah, but priest. that's the good thing about Rick. That's the good thing about Rick. He's kind of like always a beast. You know, he's like the perfect hybrid. There's elements of him that's really beastly. He's a hybrid Do you of know the like beast and the prince. Beast and prince combined together is priest? I did not know I that. I just thought of that. I just huh. made it up. Um... Oh so anyway, God. I was like, this guy oh, looks like he's the character fuck. from Beauty and the Beast. And um, and so I swiped right, and then he had swiped right on me, not because he saw my profile and he thought that I was really great. He was just... Let me tell you... Some, okay, spot, I'm going to tell you right now. This is... Uh, I didn't like Bumble because Bumble <laughs> app would uh, put the power in the woman's hands. And yeah. if the woman decided to that you were worthy enough to chat with... <laughs> then she would initiate conversation. Right. I didn't like that. So what I did was I came up with a new game plan. I said, you know what? I'm going to swipe Ooh. right on every single woman. I'm not going to even look at them. And then I will decide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will decide who I will talk to. Yeah. Uh -huh. And that's how I did yeah. it. So, so that's what happened. So we got here, matched. Here, a fun fact is uh, literally a couple days before... I changed my profile to be, I'm looking for a babe with a dumpster fire. My profile was, I'm just looking for a babe to smoke DMT with and talk about 9-11 conspiracy theories. Yeah. Because I didn't give a shit, and uh, I feel like you wouldn't have uh, liked me if well, I... Well, I would have maybe been into to, the 9-11 conspiracy theory I had to ease you thing, into that. But, well, actually, I don't know. I might have... So I had heard about DMT via Hamilton. What's his last name? He's on... He Ham did the Vice show. Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia. Oh, yeah, I heard yeah, him yeah, on a yeah. podcast Hamilton, talking yeah. about DMT. Hamilton. Yeah. And so I, I was familiar with the drug. I've never done it, but I mean... Hamilton I, Anyway, Morris. the... Hamilton Morris, yes. But the profile that I ended up reading, I, I think, resonated more with me. Yeah. Um, Whoops. So, yeah, so we ended up matching. Unbeknownst to you know, I, I did not know that he was just swiping on a bunch of people, but he thought <laughs> that I was really cool. And But swipe Bumble Lord. does that thing where... Swipe Lord. Yeah, Swipe Lord. But, hey, little side note. I When you live in L.A., you don't want to drive. And that's funny because we're doing a podcast in the car. But... Yeah. You can put your radius, for people that don't know the apps, uh, mm -hmm. people that don't like them or the older folk that are already married, mm -hmm. you can put your radius oh, down to married. like, uh, how okay. far away do you want to, how <laughs> far away do you want to uh, match with there. people? Going. Yes. How do I? Do you know, oh. are, you, are you having a stroke? <laughs> What's going on? So uh, I put down, I only want to talk to people within five miles. Hillary lived... 15 miles away yeah. so when we matched i was like what the fuck how is she 15 miles yeah. i realized that i was dropping off a friend at lax yeah. and i was i just left lax mm -hmm. and i started swiping as i'm driving right, as you're so leaving lax yeah good to yeah, see you have a great flight give me the phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's when we matched which is random um, because like it's so that's pretty random yeah and uh I, at first I, I was a little i i was i saw her profile pic i'm like this girl's very beautiful but then i saw how far away she was and i was like what yeah Fuck. yeah <laughs> uh -huh. but the funny thing is so the the crazy part about this is that so i saw him i saw that he that we matched that he liked me back but Bumble does that thing where the woman has to start the conversation within yeah. 24 hours or else the match will expire. It will expire. And so I did Bumble at the for time 24 I, hours. I got so scared. Anyways, continue. Sorry. 
it's it's really I don't really like that aspect of it. I don't think that it should yeah. expire like that. I think it's strange, but. I mean, what if you're just busy with your life? It puts I mean, the pressure on. Yeah, I don't want to have to check in. I think, feel like it's a ploy to get people to be on the apps more. But I, you know, what if you're just busy? What if you, I don't know, you're sick for 24 hours? Anyway, sure. so I, I hadn't started a conversation with him yet. So he used that little feature, the super swipe feature. So dumb. And men only get a finite amount of them. So when a guy will super swipe on, on you, as a woman, you receive this flattering somewhat manipulative message of oh how flattering rick darge just super swiped you the super swipe gives and you an extra 24 wait, hours wait, to wait wait decide wait 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 hold on you. hold on hold on hold yeah. on back it up so if yeah. if if you swipe through your profile a lot you that means you get a super swipe wait i'm confused no, no so you... so if the if it's you see the time the 24 hours and Bumble will keep track and it'll say, you only have like one more hour okay. for this girl to chat you or else yeah. the match will expire. And so it was getting down to the, the expiration of the 24 hours. Yeah. And, and Rick, I remember thinking like, what the fuck? Why yeah. isn't this girl messaging me? I'm obviously cool. Yeah. Come on. Uh, I was uh, in the middle. Uh, John and I were shooting the LaCroix sketch. Yeah. And, Which I uh, love. One of my faves. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, I didn't even know about this stupid super swipe feature. And I looked at it and I went, oh, this is like, I can extend it? Fuck it, I'll extend it. Yeah. So he extended it and I saw Bumble said to me, Rick Darge just super swiped you. And it is flattering because you know that guys only have a few of these. So if someone is willing to super swipe you, then that means that they really like you and they want, or they like what they see. Yeah. And they want to talk to you. Right. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll chat with this guy. And so we started to talk and um, Rick just right off the bat was very refreshingly talkative and because I hate I would hate when you would match with someone and the conversation was just so dry and you just don't know what to say but he made it very easy to chat right from the get-go and I'm a very talkative person and I like to talk about the weirdest shit I mean I could talk to a rock. I think that anytime you're having an awkward silence with someone, in my mind, there's no reason for that because there are so many things to talk about in this world. Sure. And so he was just super talkative. We started to hit sure. it off. <laughs> but he sent me the LaCroix um, short that he had just edited. Well, she said, like, what do you do? And I said, I, yeah. I've been making these silly videos. Mm -hmm. And I sent her oh some of the uh, spooky bonus videos that John and I make and that you've been in, Chris. And yeah. uh, she recognized the tone of the videos and realized that she actually... We well, have I didn't realize it through that. But I just remember watching and thinking, okay, the tonality of the humor, the look, the color, uh -huh. like everything, you know, down to the littlest details just felt so familiar to me. And... I didn't understand why, but we kept chatting and ended up setting up a date and I didn't stalk him. I really did not want to stalk him, but when we set up a date a couple days prior, I was like, okay, I'm going to look into this guy, see what his deal is because the LaCroix short was on his yeah. Instagram. So I linked to his Instagram and realized by looking at his feed that Reed, Reed Cox, uh -huh. shout out to Reed, uh, is our mutual friend and she's one of my really close best friends i love her to death and uh -huh. she has been in some of the spooky bonus videos yes well, and was even in one about bumble where yes. rick reenacts a bad bumble date that he went on I and she that. plays his so i went on bumble i date. hate i only went on two of these stupid internet dates well 
three counting you. Um, and They're very the first stupid. two, <laughs> I went on one with a, a woman that was in a marriage for 15 plus years. She just broke up, got divorced, three months single, met me at Covell, this little wine bar in Los Feliz. And uh, I thought it was going well. And I was, I was on fire. I was saying funny things. And within like 20 minutes, she whips out her cell phone and she's like, oh my God, say what you just said. And I was like, what? She's like, what you just said was really funny. I want to write it down. I'm like, why are you writing it down? She's like, I have a web series. I told you this. And uh, I was like, oh, God, what the fuck? Why can't I just go on a normal date? Yeah, yeah. So I, I got her to f – she followed me on Instagram because I told her I make shorts. And I remember we were leaving the date. She ended up calling an Uber home early, like, without me knowing. And she's like, I just want to let you know I never follow guys on the first date. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm so flattered. And I was pissed. I walked oh, home. I was upset. God. And I called John, and I said, John, let's make a short film making fun of this terrible date I just went on. Mm -hmm. And then we contacted Savage. our friend Reed, who was friends with Hillary, mm -hmm. and we reenacted this Bumble date because my whole intent was I wanted this woman who's now following me to see this, yeah, and yep. I wanted to one-up her. But it's funny because Hillary saw that video nine months prior to us right. meeting. That and, and it the End of the like, World video and also oh, the one with, where okay, you guys are playing okay, the billionaires, okay. the, crypto, yeah. the crypto billionaires. It was so, all weirdly yeah. full circle. So I'd seen three of the shorts before. And three we, we kept like shorts. passing each other at mutual parties, but we never actually, we apparently met once. Yeah, Reed said that I have this really distinct memory of going to Good Luck Bar one night, which was below Rick's old office, as you know, and um, being there with Josh, Reed's old roommate, and talking to him, and Reed says, I introduce you guys at night, but... I don't remember. We it. don't remember. And yeah, also, I, I was supposed Everyone to have been at her out. birthday party. Yeah, blacked out drunk. In 2017. <laughs> but I was sort of in this dark place in my life at that time and didn't go. And so all these weird synchronicities where we were missing each other. And one of my old creative partners lived around the corner from Rick's old apartment in Los Feliz in Franklin Hills. And one of my favorite studios, yoga studios, is, well, is still located down the block from his old apartment. So I was like orbiting him for a few years. Interesting. And, um, That's cool. Yeah, just crazy synchronicities. Yeah. And I met Reed because this other guy and I didn't work out. And I was doing this project that she, I was featuring her in. And so just all these crazy synchronicities That's happened. That's so cool. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah. But well, we so met at, oh, so here's how you come in. So <laughs> our first date, Rick asked you where coffee, to take Coffee, baby. Me, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. No, no, it wasn't oh. coffee. Um, no, I'm saying coffee, we're. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, we're high. Oh, the first um, the first date, yeah, I said, Chris, where do I take this girl? And you yeah. said, take her to the Mandrake. Yeah. And we went to, uh, we went there. Yeah. But I, I didn't like kiss her on New the first Jersey date. Guy. No, the first date was really funny because at the end of it, he hugged me. And I, I remember was, getting I was, out of the car yeah. and thinking... I didn't kiss her. Okay. I was in a weird place with dates where I, I couldn't kiss or do anything with anyone. Sure. I was, like, frozen. And, yeah, I went... And I remember, like, she got out of the car. I went, you're a fucking idiot. But you know what? You're going to kiss her on the next date. But she thought I just wanted to be friends. And the next well, night... Well, I wasn't sure. But also, you know what else is funny? That he went to coffee with Reed prior to our date and kind oh, yeah, of I was got vetting. the DL. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I was getting the DL. about me. I wanted to know. You wanted but then, the so it was so funny because we um, we went to the Mandrake, and then Reed was up the street at Catch, that restaurant in West Hollywood, and Very she 
texted us and said, come up and hang out. So we went. Scott Disick, Disick was there. And then oh, from I remember. Oh, uh, Kardashian. Scott Disick. Yeah. Lord Disick. Quite the scene. And then I remember Rick offered to drive, <laughs> drive, <laughs> drive me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so you this. You can just cut to like a, a footage right of me, Rick, on the I'm... podcast of that, like the bird dipping its hey, head wait. in the water. Hold on. Wait, wait, Chris, you saw the short we made called Word Count, right? So this is just how I am, by the way. Yes, maybe and let's maybe cut to this. Let's, let's, let's cut to, subscri- let's, let's, yeah, okay, let's so cut Hillary and I, Hillary yeah. and I quickly, like, decided we were both on the same <laughs> page with humor. Christ. And we started making short films together. Yeah. And we're going to show you a short that uh, Hillary and I made that'll make a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay, Improvise. so let's, let's right. roll the clip. Let's go let's to the clip. Let's roll the clip. Figaro is like the best street in Highland Park because you have home tea tacos, uh, best mm-hmm. tacos. Then you have this cool record shop slash, um, I think it's a That's hair cool. salon. And then there's also this bar, but it doesn't have a... <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> you really pushed out that laugh there. That was no, I meant it. It's hysterical. What a clever, funny... <laughs> Sketch that was. This no, is why Hillary's a copywriter. She has many words. I have yes. so many words. You probably to share. say five times the amount of words that I say. In I love talking. It's one of my favorite ba-da, ba-da, things. To do. I love talking too. I could talk a lot too if you just gave me. I'm yeah. so yeah. high on coffee right now. Oh my god. Hey, should we all just drive off uh, some clips <laughs> together? Yeah, right now? I swear to God, I am like. Tell them on Louise. Yeah, that Vita. Or we need something Vita? to take us down. I haven't even. Vita, uh, how far Quailer. are you? How What's far are you down? Quailers. I'm I'm at the Independence since 1995, so I've had about half a cup of this, and I. Oh no! I I slammed mine. I'm done. Oh, I didn't because I need. Oh, you. Well, I need to get the what? coffee in my body and processing. Oh my processing. god! He's not lying. I he's not lying. I, I'm nervous right I now. I can't for sip your it health. because if I drink coffee. If I have a sip of coffee after 4 p.m. Oh, like a I vampire, have a, I have a funny little um, advertising story about cold brew. We are so, so out of our minds right now; it is insane. Okay, <laughs> so working in legally, advertising, we're legally um, out of our minds. You can do this. Yeah, it's we funny that you can caffeine. do this, but you can't drink the beer. But you can do the coffee. I hope that this kind is of equally fun as dangerous. I'm, I'm, I'm equally as, I'm equally there's, as like preoccupied as if storks. I were to be. This is crazy. What's that? So I was on a shoot once, just quickly. I was a on a shoot once. A car drove by with a license plate that says Storks. You think they're an OBGYN? Can anyway. I tell this story, yeah, go please? Ahead. Tell the story, please. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be back here if anyone needs me. <laughs> oh. No, well, I'm telling you the story, Chris. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, Rick, yeah, shut not up. Me or the audience. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres freaks me out. So I was on a shoot. It was a low budget. So working in advertising, you're working on smaller budget productions you're working on big budget productions Mm -hmm. it really just depends on the client and um so there was this one where we it was for an ice cream a cold brew ice cream an ice cream made with cold brew terrible idea in the film (laughs) actually it tastes really good in the film we had to show cold brew being sipped up and at the time one of the art directors on the shoot volunteered himself to be the one sipping the cold brew out of oh. a glass for the you know to be captured in the film so but we had to do it multiple, to times. Do multiple takes and so he ended up drinking stopped. like three or four cold brews and literally had to go to the hospital because his heart oh, was beating whoa. so fast palpitations yeah it's serious yeah, it's 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 dangerous you wait so, be careful what his yeah, heart he was beating that fast yeah, well, you that's heard right, Chris. That's like when you maybe I need to go to the hospital. No, no you got to do the Wim Hof breathing, and your your heart yeah. rate will slow down. 
Well, no, are you sure like that this. that won't make my heart go faster? It'll calm it down Maybe though. After fast? you hold your breath, um, it'll it'll it, you'll relax and your heart rate will go down. You gotta smoke a little joint, you know, not in the car because it's illegal. But when you get home, a little okay, tiny. okay. <sighs> Little well, it is definitely here. a yeah, thing that gummy. happens. Uh, I should have just asked for my... It's funny. Everyone in this podcast has seen my coffee addiction come in and out. I've been on decaf. You started off on decaf. Now, Then your Yerba Mate one episode with Jeff Rosenstock, yeah, and now, now your just, cold brew. Well, the, I got to say, the, the cold Yerba, brew we drank is... the. See, you're having a stroke. You can't even get words out. You're like... Um... Yeah, yerba mate. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm really good at an awkward silence in a conversation. I don't want right. to, but I yeah. have definitely gone um, into conversations with people where I'm just like, I know, and then it's like... Because <sighs> you're an actor, so you can... Uh, true can, actor. True actors, yes, true actors know, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I think that that's really cool, though, Hillary, that, um, that Rick met... Uh, you and you met Rick in that sense because I find you both to be wildly creative and uh, I knew let me just tell you something no de- no dirty details because I aren't to tell but Rick <laughs> Rick was looking he needed you he was in very much uh, a place in his life where he Aww. was just not firing at all cylinders uh, what he was uh, <laughs> he was uh, yeah he, I was like a werewolf man he was werewolf man werewolf? he would just be like yeah, was like, eh, he, eh. he's he's, sub- <laughs> he's you you have brought him down. Uh, well, you brought him up to a level is the right way to say it. Yeah. Um, oh, thank you. By Chris. calming him down a little bit because he used to just be too mm. hot for me. All right, he used to be a little too high and be like, "Okay, oh. what are we the fuck are we doing here? All right, come on, Chris, <laughs> let's fucking go, Chris, come on." Uh, uh, and I would just be like, "All right, just like chill, like uh, we're going to a bar. All right, just relax." And uh, and I like now Rick. Um, you know, and that doesn't always happen. Aww. Sometimes your friends, they get a girlfriend or a boyfriend and, and, uh, you go, what happened to my friend? And, uh, oh, yeah. and this didn't happen. And I'm, I'm, I'm well, I think it helps that we're, Thank we're all you. friends. I think that helps as well. No, That's just... the best sign. You need that. It's actually, you know, some, yeah. and I don't, I, I don't always, you know, get it when people are like, uh, well, I don't need to be friends with that person's significant other. Or yeah, I think you or have to no. like, that's, it makes it so you know... much, you don't have to, but it makes it so much easier when you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally. And I I feel so blessed because um so I was at hashtag blessed. Abra hashtag blessed. I was at Abracadabra. Oh, Abracadabra oh, Film Festival. Abra By the way, Kadabra. uh <laughs> Regular deadline, $15 at the end of February. So you better submit. Go to abracadabraalakazab.com and submit your movie. It is great. But we were there um, last June, all of us together. And um, actually, there's a really cute picture of John, Chris, and me. Oh, yeah. I like that photo. um, Yeah, I posted it on your birthday. Yeah. Oh, no. Cut to that photo. We're not cutting that photo. It's a great photo. No, we but, only um, cut to one clip. My friend Veronica edit. Rio, who is a brilliant artist, creative, um, just fashion, fashion psychic, as we like to call her. She's great at predicting trends. She's amazing. Um, and just one of the most talented thrift shoppers I know. But um, she said to me that night, oh, it's so cool that you guys have this community around you. And so dating Rick, I've met so many amazing people you being one of them Chris um, and just people that really I feel so much love for uh, John Sarah Mm. just there's so many people and it's just such a great crew but um, what's fun too about so when 
Rick and I hung out that night. It was the 17th of August. And then the next night, I was at my friend. 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 I'm listening. My friend Sam Levin's house in Venice, and she was having a party. She, oh, she yeah, would have the these really fun parties. Second date we went on. Chris, yeah. Chris and I oh, went together. I yeah, so we were there. Yes. I was there with Reed and I remember feeling like I just had this feeling like I wanted Rick to be there and I was trying to play it cool I was like I was sort of hoping that he would come via Reed because Reed had been I can't talk right now Reed Reed had invited a bunch of people because Reed knows so many people she she invited me but I didn't want to come until you invited me because I didn't want to come off as desperate boy right but I was sort of hoping that he would come and then you finally, you said something. So I, I said something and I invited yeah. him and you guys came together. You yes. were such a good wingman friend, Chris. Chris great. And you came down with him. And so you were at that party too. And what's so funny is I was taking pictures on this little disposable camera. And so I have some pictures of you from that night with Reed and I didn't really know who you were then but yeah you were a part of you're very much a part of the yeah. story. And um, we ended up making out all night. Yeah, I we fell asleep I, on Sam's couch. I, yeah, I, I know. I totally. I went swimming yeah. in that little teeny pool in the back there. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that little pool. Yeah, that was. Fun. I remember. There was another that. guy like hitting on Hillary that night as well. And that I was, was like, what? That, get out he of here. was a strange man. He's like, you get out of here. Really? You. He was strange. Yeah, I forget who that was. I was like, you get out of here. But yeah, you looked I, really tan. I remember that. I was night. tan. You were tan. Me? And yeah, you, <laughs> you were very. Well, I yeah. I don't think you know that. Bed. I don't think you know that before the date, um, the first date, I told Rick, go and get yourself a real nice Mediterranean style <laughs> spray tan. Uh, yeah. You know. And I was like, all right, Chris, here I go. <laughs> I had this one terrible friend that I'm, uh, you know, I'm actually not friends with anymore, and I remember he was he was very much like. Uh, gigolo type club guy uh, I used to work with oh, him. Oh, he was a playboy. No, he and was he, he was just a, a gross dude. Tan. And but he oh, yeah. was obsessed with uh, tanning and he was like Ugh. I remember he got into an argument with my sister and he was like, "Yeah, all women like guys with tans. I mean, they're just attractive. <laughs> Who doesn't want no. a tan?" And he was just like the What grossest. year was this? What year? Uh, uh, 2007 probably. <laughs> and, and my sister was like look like had a, a moment well, yeah, Chris? And, yeah. Did we lose him? I remember. Well, like just well, cut I, off. I have another story about spray tan. I don't know what happened. Save that uh-huh. for another day. Let me but, see. Um, oh, yeah. Later in this, you podcast. broke up. You broke um, up a little bit. All I'm you getting is that is that. Bit. Oh, I, I'm just saying that. Um, I'm just saying that. Uh, I told Rick to get a nice tan uh, before your date. Um, no, you didn't. <laughs> I said go. I said look, Rick. You like this girl? All right, this is what you're going to do, all right? You're going to go out, and you're going to play real cool. Don't make a move on the first date because then it will yeah. add a little intrigue, okay? Yeah, Don't he, be so we, thirsty Chris on the first date. Chris and I would, uh, we'd I always give each other advice. I think it's better not to kiss on the first date because, and then it, I, well, look, you know, either, you have to let that tension build. Either yeah. it happens and it, like, makes perfect sense. I'm not saying no, yeah. but but if, if you're not sure, it's in my opinion, if there is doubt, it's best not to to just kind of yeah. get the curiosity going and that's really cool yeah so there's that get and then I the told him I said go over to Ibiza Tan and get yourself a big old Mediterranean <laughs> spray tan alright and then I want you coming <laughs> in there the, looking right, like, a, like a piece of leather look like a knife hey did you did you go to Smash Mouth with us yeah you I did go to Smash, Smash Mouth. Mouth and you know it's that's funny that's right yeah I bumped we into my Smash friend Mouth Kristen yesterday and yeah anyway sorry yes that, that concert's come up twice this weekend for me 
Right. Uh, we, we oh, go to Smash was Mouth. Kristen at the? Was she at the uh, Smash Mouth as well? She was. She was there with her boyfriend, uh, who's oh, a director, funny. who I worked with yesterday on a on a Hollywood short film. <laughs> and more about oh, me. Yeah. Did you I, I think you guys have talked enough about yourself. Let me talk about myself a little bit here. Talk uh, about you. I'm Wait, was Hollywood that the one actor. with JJ? JJ Nolan? Yeah, JJ. Is that JJ's last nice. name? Yes. yes JJ Jacob Jacob Nolan. Jay- That's a good JJ. name. I'm yeah. terrible with last names. Hillary, I didn't know your last name. Even though it is your Instagram's last name, yes, Hillary, yeah, Hillary Smith. it's pretty basic, but you know, voter one right there. And I've always sort of despised my last name because it's so common. You know what's funny? Yeah, I had a well, moment happen where someone thought I didn't know their name because I asked what their Instagram name was, and um, uh, they were like, "I go, well, they, what's your?" They Insta-? called you out. They go, "What's?" They they said, "Well, I go, well, what's your Instagram name?" Because I knew the person's name, and they said, "Oh, it's uh." Blah 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 blah, and I was like, "Oh, I uh, don't. There's no attitude. I, j- I didn't. I forgot that your Instagram name was your name." Uh, yeah. That, and then the Kerber enthusiasm music started playing, and then I was like, "Isn't this such a moment I'm having?" Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so I awkward. Have a, I have a problem but you know at what? Parties. I am not good at. So when I first meet someone, I'm I, so focused on looking in their eyes, shaking their hand that I oftentimes won't even hear them say their name. Yeah. If you meet me... And it is me, that awkward game of, like, how can I find out their name in a roundabout way that's not awkward? Yeah. If you meet yeah. me, there is a 95% chance that I am not remembering your name, and I am apologizing now because I am mm. working yeah. on it. I'm so bad. It is honestly, Whoa. like, the minute um, you say your name... A mute button goes on in my conscious and yep. subconscious brain, mm. yeah. and I cannot. I remember. forget names right away. Yeah. So, yeah. so I. It takes uh, me a little while to remember it as well. It's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so awkward because there are people in your life that you've known them for like three years and you still don't know their name. Right. What? You know? Sometimes for me. Three years. I don't know. Like there's some people like that are you know vague acquaintances and you're like, yeah, you. Well, I will have this moment where I'll see someone and go to say hi and I'll second guess myself wait is that their name yeah and that happens to me a lot one time I ran into my high school valedictorian in New York and I forgot his name and I later looked it up on Facebook and his name is I'm sorry if you're listening right now Giuseppe his name is actually Rick Rick Fudge Rick Fudge Rick Fudge what yeah. Oh, is he? That's whoa. like that's like Rick's that's like Rick's evil uh, nemesis. Rick Fudge. Yeah. There's Rick Dark I kill and this Rick guy. Fudge. Rick that's Fudge. Okay. I'm Rick Fudge. But how could oh, I and what an name, epic! You know? Why couldn't they give name? him his parents Fudge. give him a more hey. eloquent first name instead? They give him, hey, how you doing? My name's Rick Fudge. Hey, go fudge <sighs> yourself, eh? Dick Fudge. Why is he Canadian now? Could no. also be his name. Dick Fudge is definitely no, an image. Dick that's Fudge. Sex. Dick Fudge is also worse yeah. than Rick Fudge. Um, <laughs> that's definitely well, the why they thing, nicknamed him Rick, Rick instead Rick of Dick. And, what? Well, isn't that what yeah, it is? Yeah, so Rick Dick, Dick is Dick a nickname the for same. Richard. Wait, wait, wait. Right? This guy's name is Dick Fudge? Well, his name is Richard, and so his nickname his, could have been but Dick. But it could be Dick. So he yeah. could have been Dick Fudge. How? Wow. Oh, God, that's something you got to be careful. you got to wash. Watch that Dick seems Fudge. like a great character name. Dick Fudge. Dick Fudge. For like gay well, porn. The character, that, <laughs> the yeah, character on Where's This Party was Richard Flump. I always liked that name. Oh, yeah, Flump. Flump? Flump. Yeah, that so Chris a, uh, Chris was in a, uh, for people that don't know Chris, um, I, that I just know Chris. me and are slowly getting to know Chris. Chris was in a web series that he made with his partner, Garen, 
gardener that, yeah. uh, and it's called Where's This Party. And yeah, I need place, to watch this. It took place in a car with a GoPro. You've never seen oh. the show? No, oh, I need fun. to yeah, watch it. Let's go to a clip. Because I'm a big fan of uh, you. Uh, this clip is... Uh, you know, we can actually, you know, why don't we go to a clip? Because we, uh, yeah, let's yeah. go to a clip. All right, Which let's clip are we clip. Gonna, intro, Introduce the clip, though, please. Uh, this is a fun clip of um, of Garen and I and uh, the very funny Steven Weber. Let's cut to that. Let's cut to that. Um, you know, we're just picking up some extra Hey, cash. Marcus, how are you? Good to see you. Yeah, doing well? That's good. You remember Richard. Oh, my God. Yeah, Richard Flumpf. Yeah, yeah. Dick Flumpf, mailroom. And oh, we're that was back. great. I yeah, love yeah. Steven Weber. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, he's to... awesome. How'd you, how did you get him? Uh, we worked together on a, a pilot uh, several years ago, and we just uh, stayed buds, and uh, oh, he was nice. super funny. Yeah, Garen and I love doing that show, and that, that actually, to tie it in, <laughs> to tie it in, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> to tie it in, um, I got a fake tan for that show uh, at Ibiza. You tan did? In all reality. Not for that episode you watched. At that episode, I was just putting bronzer on my face because the character okay, has yeah. uh, this very crappy Hollywood uh, aesthetic and lifestyle. Yeah, you guys have weird. So, where can people watch that show? Is it, I mean, we you can go on my website. You can go on uh, ChristopherCandy.com or ChristopherCandy.com. Christopher Candy. Ooh. Well, that's Chris, someone took Chris Candy. Someone took Chris oh. Candy. Someone took Chris M. Candy. People. Bought my name as a website. You know what would be funny though? Going back to Rick Fudge, it'd be funny if your name were Rick Fudge and you were Chris Candy, because you know, yeah. Fudge my, is a no, kind of candy. I'm not I forget, my, oh, I forget candy. that honestly. That candy my fudge. last name is a junk food. Um, your I, last I, name, but it's a sweet junk food. It's can It's and it's a. It's not like your Chris Snickers bar. It's Chris Candy. Yeah. You can be bubble gum. I, it, you can be it any kind of sugar. It gives you a sweet feeling. No, it's cool. I'm a big it's fan cool. of the name. It's cool. Yeah, like candy. Was, why, Everyone why, thinks why candy. Why my last name be something cool like that? I don't like the last name. And Smith. then I think that yeah, whatever. Then so yeah. if candy. I had to change my last name, what what should we well, change? Well, your name my is like Wordsmith. To? It's like a, you're a wordsmith. No, no, I like talk well, so much. That was <laughs> well, that was my website at one point, HillaryWordsmith.com. But then I changed oh, it see? to then I changed it to the Hillary Smith Hillary with one L dot com because. I yeah. thought that Hillary Wordsmith was too much of a pun, and I don't really enjoy Words, puns, yeah. even though I, even though I used that pun earlier of the crash course on advertising. Yeah, you have to give in to it sometimes. I love a puns, good. I love a puns good are pun. fun, but you can't use them. You puns have to use fun. them knowing that they're in bad taste. Yeah, yes. yeah. Pun fun. I'm a little bit snobby about puns sometimes. Um, I'm just checking well, in. We're getting a little close here, Chris. I uh, think we're. I think we're good. Hillary, do you have any yeah. any other things you want to add? Uh, uh, oh, you know what? Hillary came up with a good idea about um, doing a lightning round of questions, very quick, like thirty seconds, where we bombard her with, you know, left okay. or right. Uh, this you, or that. Yeah. Like, okay. uh, so, Chris, you yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Start. Okay. Um, lightning round. What's your fa- favorite grocery store? No, it's got, it's got to be this or that. So you got to say so like, like olive Joe's. oil or what? I can't. butter. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's got to be uh, this or that. Oh God. Okay, I've never played it. All right. Whatever comes uh, to mind. Starbucks or coffee bean? Starbucks or coffee? Starbucks or coffee bean? Oh man, or this is going bean? over well. This is going <laughs> into the round. ocean. All right. I know. <laughs> All right, we're gonna... plastic. I thought that you guys were improv guys. Uh, Come not on. on. Not on the well, now you're making fun of us. Paper uh, straw or plastic straw? Paper straw. Should I do it to you? Maybe we should. No, yeah, no, we're doing it. No, no, do we're doing it to you. Um, uh, okay. Beer, beer go, or wine? Go. Wine. Rick, you go now. Nice. Uh, <laughs> trees or bushes? <laughs> bushes. 
Uh, skunk or snail? <laughs> Snails. Uh, okay. Um, running or walking? What? Yeah, I'm making it up. Running or walking? Walking very fast. Ooh, fast. Uh, uh pasta or lasagna? Ooh. Oh. Lasagna. Lasagna. Yeah. Rick's lasagna. He makes a good one. Yeah. Um, um, oh, here pool. we go. Apples beach or oranges? Oh, beach or pool? Beach or pool? Oh, beach all the way. I don't, I don't fuck with that chlorine. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's um, up. ratatouille or porridge? <laughs> ratatouille. I love the French. And yeah. that ends our first lightning round on bumper to bumper. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh my god. I, no. I love it. I, I love the lightning. Chris, round. it's been lovely. It's been great. Uh, we're gonna keep me, doing the guys. lightning rounds. Yeah. Thanks for coming yeah. on, Hillary Smith. Word oh, yes. anytime. And Chris, you're going to close this baby out. I'm going to close this baby out, and I'm in some really good L.A. traffic to do it. So um, thank you, Great. Hillary, for being on the show. I had a blast Thanks hanging out on uh, this lovely Monday, even though it's a Sunday, uh, with yeah. you. And um, and uh, you two have a great rest of your uh, afternoon. You Thanks. too, Chris. You too, Chris. Bye, Chris. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Adios. All right. Well, I'm going to hang up on these. Au revoir. Peace. Peace in the middle. Sayonara. Bye bye. What does sayonara mean? Okay. Okay, that's it. Bye. Okay, I'm hanging up. (laughs) All right, everybody. uh, That concludes uh, another episode of the fabulous Bumper to Bumper, the only podcast that takes place in real LA traffic, downtown Los Angeles traffic. I am your host, Chris Candy, and you just heard an episode with the very talented Hillary Smith and her man. Her dude, Rick Darge, my co-host, creative partner. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening and who's been supporting the podcast and all that fun stuff. We love you. We know who you are. Um, And uh, we will be back. We're here every Monday with a new, fresh one for you. Um, So, yeah, that's it. Have a great rest of your whatever you're getting into. I'm going to end it this way. I love how Wim Hof, the uh, breathwork guy, he goes, the end of his breathwork exercise, he goes, uh... Have a great morning or a great day, but have a great life. All right, everybody. This is Bumper to Bumper, and uh, have a great one. Take care. Have a great life.